Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out, and make sure you subscribed. And we're back. Hammer and Nigel Show, 93 WIPC. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. We watched the uh, Senate debate last night, so you wouldn't have to. Uh, right. It was, uh... Most people were watching the end of the Chiefs and yeah. Bills game, but we love you so much, we watched the Senate debate. So it was the incumbent, uh, Todd Young. Uh, debating Democratic and Libertarian opponents last night. The moderator, uh, frequent guest on this program, Dr. Laura Wilson, a political science professor at the University of Indianapolis. Job well done last night, doctor. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. You are too kind. Um, I am doing well. And I will say the Colts had won beforehand. I think that gave enough of a pass <laughs> in our debate. You know, it would have been a lot harder if we were trying to compete against them. Um, but that helped us. I well, kind of. I'm just curious, and we'll get to the debate and the ins and the outs. But since I mean, I feel like we've known you for a long time. You've been coming on the show. I'm just fascinated that you know you're up there on stage with one of the 100 most powerful people in the country yes. and a couple of other guys that won his job. What what kind of work goes into uh, being a, a debate debate moderator? I will start with um, a lot of work, quite frankly. And and if we do a really good job, I feel like as a moderator, you don't even notice that I'm there. It's keeping the candidates in line. It's asking the questions that were submitted to us by voters, making sure that everyone gets an opportunity to speak. If they want a rebuttal, they get it, being fair to everyone. Um, but there is a lot of prep on the back end. And in particular, I'm a part of the Indiana Debate Commission. I think they do a tremendous job of soliciting questions from Hoosiers all over the state. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, man, I had a question, right, we'll have another Senate race in two years. We'll have a gubernatorial race. There will be more debates. You should always submit those questions. But going through, we had over 300 questions submitted, um, lots of different topics, knowing you get 57 minutes. And it is a thrill and an honor, uh, but it is also really challenging in 57 minutes to allow the candidates to answer as many topics, as many um, questions as we can get to. It's, uh, it's exciting, but it is a real challenge. And so a lot of prep work goes in, in the back end to make sure we prioritize the ones that we know we got a lot of questions about. And we, we want to do right by the candidates, too. We want to make sure we have a nice a mix of social issues, economic issues, just the whole thing. And so if if we do a good job, if, if I did a good job, the preparation made it seamless. Well, Dr. Uh, Laura, so I wish the candidates would have me. taken that same approach to their answers last night. I wish they would have prepped <laughs> as hard as you did. Uh, you were the best part of this thing last night. I'm going to read you a text that I sent to uh, Nigel and Rob Kendall. We have a group thread. We were watching the debate. Quote, Dr. Laura has to feel like Alex Trebek hosting Celebrity Jeopardy right now. <laughs> that was my takeaway last night. Ever said. I think we were five minutes away from somebody ringing in and just going, moo. That's where we were at with this debate last night. So, and by the way, I know you don't want to be the focal point here. Of the, it's always dangerous. You don't you don't want to be Megyn exactly. Kelly up there with Donald Trump, right? Exactly. And if you, I mean, like truly, if the candidates are able to shine, and it is up to the candidates too. But I will yeah. tell you, all three gentlemen were absolutely wonderful. They are very respectful. This is their opportunity to bar against each other. Sometimes the debate's the only opportunity they get for that, to be on the same stage, to answer back questions, to rebut. Uh, and as moderator, I think if I do a good job, I give them that opportunity. And it's the question of whether or not that they take it and then they use that. 
So let's get into the debate last night. We played some clips earlier in our show, uh, but for those who might not have heard that or did not watch the debate last night, what were some of the issues brought up and did anything kind of surprise you? You know, I, I think we tried to cover a smattering of issues. So we opened up with inflation. We talked about Medicare and Social Security. We talked about abortion. We talked about legalization. We talked about Ukraine. Hopefully for those who tuned in, um, and even for those who didn't, you can catch it. I'm sure it is posted somewhere out there on the web. But you, hopefully your question, your issue or smattering of issues was addressed. I, I think in general, I wasn't too surprised. Um, Todd Young is very eloquent. And as the incumbent, he had the ability to say what he's done in office. And he also has to respond to his record. And that's a unique position that the incumbent always has, that the challengers who want his job but don't actually have it, are in a little bit different position there. Um, McDermott was very aggressive. I think he had to be as a challenger. And then for James Siniak, he's a little bit more low-key. He did take two rebuttals, which I think was a good good option. It's something that you get to use in debate, and you should always take advantage of them if you have them. But as a whole, I thought every candidate performed in the way I expected them to, and I think they did a good job of stating their policies. If you caught it, if you watched the 57 or so minutes, I think you get a really good sense of who those candidates are, and it felt very true to self. I don't think anyone was was off the mark, so to speak. Were you surprised that the other candidates, Siniak and McDermott, didn't beat up on uh, the incumbent, Todd Young, a little bit more about the amount of spending that he's done in Washington? I know you guys kind of started that right out of the gate, and but I thought he would take a lot more heat from the other folks on the panel. It's almost like they let him off the hook with that. It's interesting. So, so Siniak didn't rebut quite as much. Um, he did take a few opportunities. McDermott rebutted quite a few times. And it felt like actually for most of the questions, there was a point in the debate where we looked like we were going to be not able to get through all the questions. So I paused the opportunity for rebuttals. Um, but I, I felt like they did a good job. There's always that balance. So if, if they had attacked too much, they, they risked the challenge of looking like all they're doing is running against him, but they don't stand for anything. And I think as a challenger, you want to be careful in that that kind of tenuous balance because you don't want just to be the not incumbent. You want to be the candidate the voters would prefer. And that part is really tricky. I, I do think you saw some great sparring. I, I thought it was really exciting to see um, the political differences highlighted, especially between the Democrat McDermott and the Republican Young. And you got a good sense of the policy differences, although whether or not they held each other accountable is always going to be a question. Were they did they do too much? Did they not do enough? I think that's going to be a personal preference and judgment there. Um, we're speaking with Dr. Laura Wilson moderating the um, uh, debate last night, the uh, U.S. Senate debate. Todd Young, uh, the incumbent, uh, along with Siniak and McDermott. Uh, um, what what do you think? Let, let me ask you a big picture question here, and we'll, we'll get back to this debate. But I'm curious of what's going on in Arizona and what you think of Carrie uh, uh, Lake and Katie Hobbs and Hobbs deciding not to do a debate with Carrie Lake. I'm, I'm wondering if you think, as a, as a political science professor, somebody that teaches this stuff, is that a good approach to take? Is that something you'd recommend to your students? Is like, well, no, I'm not going to debate you on these things. Generally, no, I would not recommend it. And for, for two reasons. As a political scientist, I do like uh, politics. And if you choose to abstain from a debate, you know, you're, you're essentially robbing voters. I don't know. Or at least you're not giving voters that opportunity to see you in a long form 
way to answer questions that, of course, you don't have control over, but also to respond to your opponent, also to criticize and challenge your opponent. Like, you miss that opportunity. And the debates are very unique in providing that to voters. There's nothing quite like them. There's nothing quite else like them in American politics. So I, I would make an argument there just for the sake of democracy alone. But also the candidate, it's risky. So this is where it kind of depends on your candidacy. And we could you know, talk about the specifics with the candidates. If you feel like you would have more to potentially lose than gain by participating, like quite frankly, applying rational choice theory to debate participation, you might say it's not worth it. If you, if you feel like you're up enough in the polls, if you feel like this would only be a greater risk then perhaps you choose not to. But I think as a voter, I would want to know why. This is an opportunity to address a wide range of questions. Most of your ads are 30, 60 seconds. They're, you know, perfectly cultivated and just short, short, short. This is an opportunity to respond to your opponent and to attack your opponent. And it's hard to imagine as an elected official, you wouldn't want that opportunity to display that in front of voters. And, And that said, it is a risk. Um, but generally, I, if you're if you're a strong candidate, it's it's hard to imagine you wouldn't want to take the opportunity. Dr. Laura, uh, I thought about you on Saturday as I was sitting on my couch with a beer in my hand, my Tennessee Vols football jersey oh, on, I, watching oh. that ball go through the goalpost, <laughs> defeating your oh. Alabama Crimson Tide. <laughs> I was thinking, all right. I don't like any Alabama fans. And I thought, wait, wait, yes, I do. I like Dr. Laura Wilson. <laughs> I'm I'm proud to be in that uh, group, I guess, by myself. I will tell you, it was that was a tragic, hard-fought loss. <laughs> Tennessee was amazing. I don't know where our defense was, but they weren't on the field that night. Um, and the <laughs> Well, doctor, thank you so much for joining us. And again, great job moderating that debate uh, last night. And uh, we'll get you back on as we get closer to midterms, if that's all right. I appreciate it. I would absolutely love to. And thank you again. It's always a privilege. Dr. Laura Wilson, professor at political science, University of Indianapolis. This is the Hammer and Nigel show. Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.